This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Happy Tuesday, football fans. Welcome into another edition of the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you on this Tuesday, November 21st. It is Thanksgiving week, so I certainly hope that you and your family or your friends, whoever you're spending Thanksgiving with, it's a truly a blessed day. A lot of good food, of course, a lot of great football that we're going to have on display. And so, I'm excited to be on the podcast once again, chatting football with you. It was a pretty eventful week 11, and now we turn the page to week 12 in what has been a really fast-moving NFL season. More breaking news on a Tuesday. Last Tuesday, I came to you, and we had just seen Ken Dorsey fired from the Buffalo Bills, and now fast-forward to the next week, another offensive coordinator has lost his job this time, Matt Canada is fired from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Steelers issued the following statement. Mike Tomlin says Matt Cannon has been relieved of his duties as offensive coordinator. I appreciate Matt's hard work and dedication and I wish him the best moving forward in his career. This is the first time the Steelers have made an in-season coaching change in over 80 years and that's a crazy stat but there was mounting pressure on Matt Canada entering the season many fans wanted him out after last year the Steelers are six and four right now but it is an ugly six and four to that offense not living up to expectations and you look at just the resume being outgained in every single game. They were outgained once more against the Green Bay Packers when they played them. They lost to the Browns on Sunday. And somehow they managed to get to a 6-4 and four record. And they were outgained for the 10th straight game. 249 yards to the Browns, 259 yards. That's because the Browns did start Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and Kenny Pickett just has not been able to to flip that switch on, the offensive weapons like Pickens, Najee Harris, they express frustrations about their roles in Canada's schemes. And so finally, Mike Tomlin makes the decision to fire Matt Canada. And so now running backs coach Eddie Faulkner is going to take over as OC with quarterback coach Mike Sullivan handling the play calling duty. So 
Breaking news there out of Pittsburgh. And so that's certainly something that caught the attention of a lot of people. And so I'm sure, as they say, Christmas came early for a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And now we'll see if Kenny Pickett in that Steelers offense is able to get going, ranked 28th in total offense, just really not generating much of any traction offensively. Thanks to Jalen Warren, he kept things a little bit close for them against the Cleveland Browns. And defensively, Pittsburgh has done its job, but it's just trying to catch fire on offense. Now, looking at week 11, I did go 10-4 and in my game picks. The four losses that I picked incorrectly one, Chargers and Packers. I had the Chargers winning that one. Green Bay wins by three. The Giants, how about DeVito lighting up Washington's defense? They're now four and seven. I had the Commanders winning that one, but they dropped that game in a surprise affair, 31-19. Another loss that I had on my resume was the Rams and Seahawks. Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 17-16. Geno Smith got hurt. Kenneth Walker exited the game as well. And then Monday night's football last night, Eagles and Chiefs had the Chiefs winning that game. They dropped that one 21-17, though, and what was a really intriguing battle from start to finish. Low-scoring game, bad weather, temperature in the 40s, a lot of precipitation, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling drops a potential game-winning touchdown. The Eagles come from behind a race a 17-7 deficit and beat the defending champs on their home turf. And so a lot of interesting matchups coming up in week 12. And I'm looking forward to watching them starting on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. We have three matchups. Commanders, Cowboys at 3.30. Packers and Lions will start us off at 11.30 a.m. Central. And then to nightcap, we have the Niners and the Seahawks at 7.20 p.m. Central time on NBC. And so the first matchup that I'll get into here, Packers and Lions. Jared Goff has thrown for 2,743 yards, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Montgomery leads them in rushing, 577 yards, 8 touchdowns. Amon Ross St. Brown, 73 receptions, 898 yards, 5 touchdowns. And they barely escaped on Sunday. The Bears had him on the ropes. And if it was not for the Lions scoring, I believe... What 17 points in the final couple minutes of the game? They're able to get to eight and two, survive in advance. Now they host the Green Bay Packers, who are four and six, coming off a win. And so Jordan Love finally threw for over 300 yards. They're able to get the job done against the Los Angeles Chargers. And Aaron Jones is is hurt, so he's probably not going to be ready to go. I do like the Lions here at home. I think Jared Goff just continues to play well when they need him the most. That running back duo of Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery is really second to none in the NFL. When you look at Jameer Gibbs and his emergence, and you you see why the Lions wanted to take him so early in the first round. His explosiveness and Montgomery, a tough runner. And then the defense, Alex Anzalone leading them on defense, their emotional leader. And then you see what Aiden Hutchinson has been able to do generating pressures. He made another big play on Justin Fields. I think Dan Campbell's team is too much for the Green Bay Packers at home. So give me Detroit to win this game 31-17 to over Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. 3-30 matchup. Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys. Washington 4-7 coming off that ugly loss to the New York Giants. The Dallas Cowboys have won back-to-back games. They're now 7-3. 
And right now, taking a look at what Dak Prescott has been able to accomplish, and he's playing lights out football the last month. CeeDee Lamb is over 1,000 yards receiving, 74 receptions, 5 touchdowns. Pollard finally showcased a little bit of grit on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers. I know it is the 1-8 at the time, Carolina Panthers. But the Dallas Cowboys have some things going offensively. And then Micah Parsons, two and a half sacks on Sunday. He was coming off a very quiet game the week prior and it looked like he had a little bit more boost. And that defense, though, did get gashed in the run game. The Dallas Cowboys are going to have to shore up that run defense. But Sam Howell, we know, can fling the rock around pretty high. 3,038 yards passing, 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And he's coming off a stinker. And you know this is a divisional rival. These games are always close. And so while the Commanders are coming off an embarrassing loss, and I know they traded away their top two edge rushers at the trade deadline, Montez Sweat and Chase Young, but they will hang around. I think they're going to give the Dallas Cowboys a tough game. And you know, anytime the Dallas Cowboys are playing, whoever their opposition is, there's always a strong sense of wanting to show up and to give the Dallas Cowboys all they can handle, especially on a Thanksgiving Day game. With that being said, I think Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys offense continue to churn and continue to dominate offensively and what they've been able to have success in. Jake Ferguson is starting to emerge a little bit more. Luke Schoonmaker, the rookie tight end, caught a touchdown pass. And so I like Rico Dowdle to get some more touches along Tony Pollard. I think they will establish that ground game, try to run in that outside zone, take advantage of Washington not having those defensive ends to bookend their defensive line. And then Dak has been surgical throwing the ball. So give me the Dallas Cowboys to win this one by a score of 31-16 to over the Washington Commanders. Game three on Thanksgiving, Niners and Seahawks. Seattle, they're hoping to get Geno Smith healthy for this game. Pete Carroll said on the radio yesterday that he's optimistic that he can play. Kenneth Walker is a little bit more of a question mark. So if he's not playing, look for the other running back, Zach Charbonnet, to get some carries, maybe DJ Dallas. San Francisco, ever since coming from that bye week, they came out of the gates, dominated Jacksonville. And then you see Brock Purdy lit it up again against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Christian McCaffrey, nine touchdowns on the season. Ayuk has really become a wide receiver one alongside Debo Samuel. And so what Kyle Shannon has been able to do has been pretty impressive coming off that bye week when they lost those three consecutive games. They are going to be playing in Seattle. So perhaps the Seattle Seahawks are going to have that 12th man to go along with them. But offensively, the Seahawks just have been very inconsistent. DK Metcalf finally got going on Sunday, leading them in receiving, had a touchdown. But San Francisco, I believe, is firing on another level right now. And so for those reasons, I think defensively, they're going to lock down Seattle's offense. Even if Geno does play, it's probably not going to be fully healthy. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, that pass rush has been very active. And so I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers to go on the road to win a third consecutive game by a score of 27-20 to over the Seattle Seahawks. Brock Purdy has been a little bit more surgical, not turning over the ball, 18 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Look for them to go to Christian McCaffrey early and often on the ground. They go on the road, get another big-time victory, and helping solidify their stance as the NFC West contenders. Now, Friday, we do have Friday football in the NFL. I know this is a day we usually just see college games, but 
For the first time, there is a Black Friday NFL game. The Dolphins and the Jets. Miami 7-3, Jets 4-6. I do like Miami to get the job done here. Coming off a victory, the Jets right now announced that Zach Wilson was benched and they're going to Tim Boyle. In fact, Trevor Simeon is going to be a backup. So Zach Wilson was demoted to quarterback three. Tua Tungavailoa, Tyree Kill, although he did get banged up. Devon Achan, as he wants to be pronounced by. We'll see about his status, but where he mostered 11 touchdowns on the season. And they're getting some good football from Zagan Howard, Jalen Ramsey on the defensive side. This is going to be a tough sledding game for Tim Boyle in that Jets offense. Has it really... I don't know. I mean, it's hard to, to take a look at Tim Boyle and think that he has enough to get in and win a game against the Miami Dolphins just because of the offense that Mike McDaniel has on his side. And for those reasons, I like Miami to win this game, even though they're playing at MetLife Stadium. Give me the Dolphins to wear down that Jets defense, very similar to what the Bills did to them on Sunday by a score of 28 to 13. Give me the Miami Dolphins. Now Sunday slate of games. Five and five New Orleans Saints taking on the four and six Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta coming off their bye week. Arthur Smith names Desmond Ritter the starting quarterback once again. Saints, they're also coming off a bye week. They understand the importance of this game because this game could very well determine who ends up winning the NFC South. I mean it's it's really up for grabs right now. There hasn't been a team that's been very impressive. And I do like New Orleans, even though Derek Carr, he was still in concussion protocol as of Monday. But New Orleans, this defense is starting to turn a corner, and it's very hard to trust Desmond Ritter. We'll see what the usage is for Bijan Robinson. He's got 612 yards on the season, but just two touchdowns. I sure as heck hope Arthur Smith used that bye week to find ways to get Bijan Robinson the ball in the red zone. It's a travesty that they're not utilizing him. Kyle Pitts as well. New Orleans, though, with Dennis Allen on the hot seat. Arthur Smith is as well for the Atlanta Falcons. But Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, this is a game for Derek Carr, if he is indeed in the lineup, to put up or shut up. And this is a big divisional game. I think they will go on the road in Atlanta and will get a low-scoring victory over the Atlanta Falcons a defense that, that has risen to the occasion, led by some veteran leadership in Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, Tyron Matthew. Hopefully they're able to get Marshawn Lattimore. We'll see what his status is. But nonetheless, Paulson Adebo has been playing lights out as well. Look for them to limit that Atlanta offense. Give me the Saints here. 23-17 over the Atlanta Falcons. Steelers, they're finally going to have a game without Matt Canada. We'll see if it makes a difference. They're going to be... On the road in Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals and Jake Browning. Unfortunately, Joe Burrow is out for the rest of the season with that wrist injury. And the Bengals, they're in desperation mode. They understand the importance that if they want to sneak into the playoff picture, they got to start winning games. And they do have a shot just because Pittsburgh's offense has not been very effective. Now, we'll see what the new offense looks like. And Pittsburgh, though... They have been led by that defense, T.J. Watt. And so even though I'm tempted to go with Cincinnati, if they're able to get a ground game going. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply going with Joe Mixon and feeding him early and often and going at Jamar Chase. He had two receptions for 15 yards and a touchdown once Joe Burrow went down last Thursday night against the Baltimore Ravens. I just don't think they have enough offense. I think the Steelers are going to find creative ways to get Kenny Pickett on the move, although he has been a part of the problem. We'll see if he's able to shore up and, and become more of an effective passer down the field. But because of that Pittsburgh defense, being able to take over a game and TJ Watt forcing turnovers to win 19-16 in a slugfest, typical AFC North fashion as the Steelers move to 7-4. Panthers and Titans, Carolina 1-9, Tennessee 3-7, Will Levis coming off a pretty productive game, although they got blown up by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Things are not well in Carolina. Bryce Young, 1,683 pass yards, nine touchdowns, eight interceptions. This is a game where Derrick Henry, I think, can essentially win it on his own. He's got 663 yards rushing, four touchdowns, a game where Tennessee can go to the ground game early and often. Will Levis can continue to target DeAndre Hopkins. I like the Titans to get away with a victory, 26 to 14 over the Carolina Panthers, a game where Mike Vrabel's team needs to bounce back in the worst way after that thrashing they took to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 4-6, Indianapolis Colts 5-5. Baker Mayfield has had himself a pretty nice season. 
2,389 yards, 15 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Zach Moss, shockingly, has been in the top 5 in rush yards, 617 yards, 5 touchdowns. And this is a pretty big game for both teams. The Colts are trying to stay afloat in the AFC playoff picture. The Buccaneers are trying to stay stride for stride in that NFC South. And I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that's a division that is really still anybody's to go out and get. And so I do like Tampa to go on the road in Indianapolis to get the win. Baker Mayfield has been able to string some things together, targeting Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and then I like what they've been able to do with Rashad White on the ground. So although they're coming off a loss, I think Todd Bowles and that defense gets things going. They're able to limit Gardner Minshew. Give me the Buccaneers here, 26-23, to winning by a field goal over the Indianapolis Colts as they pull to within one game of 500. The Patriots and the Giants, New England 2-8, New York 3-8. How about that? DeVito putting together a masterclass, winning on the road in Washington. Now they're home again. And New England, we'll see who's starting at quarterback. Bill Belichick has been very noncommittal about who's going to start between Baby Zappi and Mac Jones. It has been ugly for that Patriots offense. And so even though the Giants are coming off a win, this is kind of a very difficult game to pick. I mean, this could be a field goal fest similar to what the Jets and Giants game was earlier. I will go with New England just because of the defense. This is a game they gotta have considering the circumstances. Give me the Patriots 16 to 13 over the New York Giants. Whoever is playing quarterback, look for them to go to the ground game. Ramondre Stevenson, Ezekiel Elliott, they're gonna have to carry this offense moving forward in the usage of the tight end position. Hopefully Mike Gusecki and Hunter Henry can find some success and get in the end zone for the New England Patriots, but I will pick New England to beat the Giants. Jaguars 7-3 taking on the Texans 6-4. This will be a really good game. The Texans are hot right now. C.J. Stroud is playing out of his mind despite throwing three interceptions on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. He's almost got 3,000 pass yards, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions, and they've been banged up as well, and so that's what makes it even more impressive what the rookie quarterback has been able to do with the rookie head coach, Demeco Ryans. But I do like Jacksonville here in a game that should be very, 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 very close. Trevor Lawrence, he looked a little bit better, running in some touchdowns. That knee looks healthier. Jacksonville, they do need to get ETM that run game going. But how about the breakout game for Calvin Ridley finally coming to life? A lot of Jaguars fans have been calling for him to get more touches. And Lawrence fed him on Sunday, and I think that bodes well for the outlook of that Jacksonville passing attack. This should be a high-scoring game, 30-27. Give me Jacksonville over the Houston Texans in what should be a thriller. Browns, Broncos, 7-3 for Cleveland. Now they take on a hot Broncos team that's won four games in a row. Mile high. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to have to find a way to go against the very stingy Denver defense that has tightened the screws ever since that mishap against the Miami Dolphins where they gave up 70 points. I got to say, man, I like Denver here. Russell Wilson's not turning over the ball. No, he's not the same Russell Wilson that we saw in Seattle. But Javante Williams is starting to get more touches. And how about Cortland Sutton? He's starting to play at another level. Jerry Judy as well. And so that makes that makes it tough for defenses. And then when you have a defense that's led by Pat Sertan and Kareem Jackson, we all know was suspended for another four games due to that 
uh, unnecessary hit on Josh Dobbs. But Zach Allen's starting to be a little bit more of a factor on the D-line. You're seeing Nick Bonito. You're seeing Josie Jewell lead that defensive unit. Justin Simmons hammering that back end. I like Denver here. To win this game at home, they're going to slug it out. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is just a rookie, so I think this defense in Denver can do enough to get the victory. And so give me the Broncos 23-17 over the Cleveland Browns. I know Cleveland's defense is number one across the board, but the Denver Broncos right now are finding ways to win these games. Sean Payton has this locker room believing and buying into his vision. I will go with Broncos country to win a fifth consecutive game on Sunday. Rams Cardinals Rams are four and six Cardinals are two and nine Kyler Murray is back and I like the connection he's developed with Trey McBride the Rams are are somehow trying to stay afloat in the NFC and they got a big victory over the Seattle Seahawks but even though they're they're on the winning trail being in Arizona Kyler Murray has looked a little bit better it's going to take some time for him to get back into full playing shape and they almost snuck out a win in Houston. So I'm actually going to go with the 2-9 Cardinals to beat the Rams here at home. I like that James Conner is finally getting back into a rhythm. Rondale Moore, there's some weapons there with Marquise Hollywood-Brown. I did talk about Trey McBride and how many targets he's been getting over the middle. And Jonathan Gannon's group has been hanging in tough on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to try to get after Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup status is up in the air. He's considered week to week with that ankle injury so he may not be there maybe a big game for Puka Nakua but give me the Cardinals here I think they're able to pull the upset at home Kyler Murray goes off for 300 plus yards passing and the Arizona Cardinals get their third win of the season Chiefs Raiders Chiefs coming off that loss 7-3 going on the road to Allegiant Stadium the Raiders try to hang tough with the Miami Dolphins and they did just that they just don't have enough offensive firepower Aiden O'Connell was efficient but nothing enough to give that Raiders team a win over the Dolphins. This is a Chiefs team that is led by a top six defense, and they once again kept Kansas City in the game against Philadelphia. They'll lock it down, try to slow down Josh Jacobs, so they're able to bottle him up, and then use Trent McDuffie and Legereus Sneed to slow down Devontae Adams. I think they're able to have success doing that. Mahomes is going to have to trust his receivers, although it's difficult, five drops on Monday Night Football. Travis Kelsey losing a, a fumble in the red zone and then another drop on a third down. So if they're able to turn the tide, wake up a little bit, make some adjustments, I don't see Kansas City losing a second consecutive game. I think they go into Las Vegas and they get back in the win column. Give me the Raiders to lose this game to Kansas City. KC 27, Las Vegas 17. Bills, Eagles, Bills 6-5, they're flying high after a big win over the Jets, a divisional opponent. They changed offensive coordinators. They went from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady. The Eagles remain the best team in the NFL after a resilient victory in Kansas City. They're back at home. This is going to be a very tough environment for the Buffalo Bills to go in and get a victory. I'm going to stick with Philadelphia. Although they haven't been playing their best football, they have found the way to win these types of games. And while I expect Josh Allen and a desperate Bills team that's backed up in a corner, knowing that they need to win these games to keep their playoff hopes alive, and especially in the division. But Philadelphia, I think they just have a knack of grinding out these types of games. The defense looked a little bit better after they had had some breakthroughs before their bye week. 
Give me the Philadelphia Eagles to once again ride that running game with DeAndre Swift and Jalen Hurts making throws down the field to A.J. Brown and to Devontae Smith. I like the Eagles to get it done at home with a 26 to 20 over the Buffalo Bills. It'll be a tightly contested game. Don't get me wrong. I think the Bills are going to be stride for stride with Philadelphia, but the Eagles have not given me any reason to not pick them to win these games against playoff caliber opponents. Now, Sunday Night Football, Ravens and Chargers. Ravens 8-3 coming off a win over the Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday Night Football. They've had plenty of time to rest. They did have some injuries. Unfortunately, Mark Andrews is out. Likely for the season, he could come back late in the playoffs if they're still there. But the Chargers, a lot of heat on Brandon Staley. And they want him gone in L.A. after dropping another game. One that they should have taken in the win column. They lose to the Green Bay Packers. Now they have to host a very hot Ravens team that all of a sudden is the number one seed in the AFC because of that Kansas City Chiefs loss. I like the Ravens. Lamar Jackson has been able to move that offense up and down the field. Then you got Keaton Mitchell, who is emerging as a young running back, a rookie. Gus Edwards. And then defensively, that's a nasty Ravens defense that's going to look to slow down Justin Herbert and that high-powered offense. I like the Ravens here because they're able to control time possession with that run game. Lamar Jackson can make plays on the move, and he puts a lot of stress on defenses especially when he's able to move around. He's able to make throws down the field. He's got Zay Flowers, who's a dynamic weapon. Then he got Odell Beckham Jr., who did get banged up a little bit with his shoulder issues. Shouldn't be a long-term, so he should be playing out there. But when you have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson with weapons to stretch defenses vertically, and then you, you consider that Joey Bosa is out, likely going on injured reserve due to that foot sprain. I like the Ravens here to get the job done in L.A., Give me the Ravens, 33-27. to 27. They knock off the Los Angeles Chargers and remain atop the AFC. Monday Night Football closing out Week 12. Bears and Vikings, Chicago 3-8, Minnesota 6-5. They're coming off a heartbreaking loss on Monday Night Football, or Sunday Night rather, to the Denver Broncos. Joshua Dobbs has played very well. Fields should have gotten the victory for Chicago in Detroit. So this is a team that, yes, they're 3-8, but since Justin Fields has returned, they're hanging in there. And you know Matt Eberfus is another coach that is kind of looking like he's on the hot seat. But Minnesota, they understand that after dropping that game in Denver, they need to respond with the victory. They want to have a chance at getting in a wild card spot. Unfortunately, they lost Kirk Cousins a couple of weeks ago. But Dobbs has given them some reinvigoration in that offensive unit. Madison, 542 yards. And Justin Jefferson is looking like he's not going to be ready to play again. So they need more from Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. And then defensively, they're going to have to lock down. Brian Flores, I think, has done a nice job um, with that Minnesota Vikings defense in his first year as a defensive coordinator. Divisional game, but because they're going to be playing at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, I think Minnesota is going to be able to ride that home crowd, use some of that momentum. They're going to have to get after Justin Fields, and they do have an edge rusher to do so. Daniel Hunter has been leading the NFL in sacks for most of the season. I feel like they're going to be able to generate some turnovers. Fields is turnover prone, and so the Minnesota defense 
will force a couple of timely turnovers and then they're going to benefit on the offensive end with Joshua Dobbs being able to be that dual threat quarterback riding Alexander Madison on the ground and then a big game from Jordan Addison give me the Minnesota Vikings here school to get the victory 24 to 17 over the Chicago Bears and Minnesota once again moves to two games above 507 and five so there you have it. There's week 12. A lot of games, a lot of action starting on Thursday. We got three games, folks, on Thanksgiving. It's going to be awesome. I know we're going to be eating some really good food. And then we go all the way to Monday night. So it's going to be a great weekend for NFL football. I cannot wait to see how these matches unfold. Playoff pictures are already starting to take shape. Well, I appreciate you tuning in to another edition of the Pro Football Chase podcast. I was 10-4 in my picks last week. We'll see how I shape up here in week 12. But until next Tuesday, have a blessed and happy Thanksgiving. God bless, and let's enjoy some football. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.